Live Well Podcast, episode number 43. Hello, and welcome to Live Well Podcast. I'm Kim. I'm Allie. And we are doing great this weekend because the weather has been perfect. Yes, it's been beautiful. I love June weather, and we made lemonade and sat on the front porch. It was just gorgeous out today. Fresh squeezed lemonade, which That's is the right. best kind. <laughs> um, before we get into our uh, topic for today's episode, I wanted to uh, make a comment. Um, I'm always listening to new things, trying to learn new things, and um, I was listening to uh, something over the weekend about podcasting and how to reach my audience. And I just wanted to uh, put a request out there again that I really want these podcasts to be helpful for people who are listening. And any feedback from you or if you have suggestions that you want to know about or things that you want to learn more about or things that you're struggling with, I would love to uh, get feedback from you, find out what topics you're interested in so that I can talk about what you want to hear rather than, you know, me trying to pick topics, thinking what it is I think you might want to hear. I would much rather bring you what you want to hear. Right. So if you're interested in something that we haven't covered yet, we would love to hear your feedback on that. Yeah. And you can so reach we, us. The phone number at the studio is 312-957-7087. And you can email us at feedback at livewellpodcast.com. And you can also find me on Facebook. Right. If you search Arbon Kim Bakke, B-O-C-K-A-Y, and Arbon is spelled A-R-B-O-N-N-E. If you search Arvon Kimbake, um, her page will come up and please like the page and then you'll be getting some information updated frequently. Yes, I put a lot of, uh, hopefully put a lot of, well not hopefully, I do, <laughs> put a lot of information out there that I hope will be of value for people. Uh, you can also, if you go to my website, you can also uh, find me on Facebook. There's a link there on the website and the website is livewellpodcast.com. So I I really uh, would love to hear from you. I would really enjoy that. So today's topic, actually, I got the idea for this podcast based on some conversations that I've had with a couple of clients. So today we are going to talk about how to find the right type of foundation for your skin and choosing the perfect color. We're also going to talk about primer, powders, and luminescence. Hmm. So the right foundation actually can camouflage imperfections and it can create a radiant, seamless complexion. It should be easy to apply and feel weightless and comfortable. That's the big thing. Right. And also the key is to make sure you don't look fake, you know? Right. <laughs> so that's why we're telling you how to choose the right color. So the first choice is what type? Uh, mineral powders, sheer tinted moisturizers, or liquid foundations. Those are the three common types. Right. And we're going to share what the differences are between those. So tinted moisturizers offer uh, minimal coverage. These sheer and lightweight lotions provide a moist, natural finish. They are easy to apply using your fingertips, and you would apply it like a moisturizing lotion. They will not cover dark spots, blemishes, or red patches, though. These products are great for women with clear complexions or those who don't like wearing or applying a lot of makeup. Uh, because these tinted moisturizers are lightweight and sheer, they can be great for summertime. So these types of products look best on younger skin or those who do not have a lot of discolorations or unevenness in skin tone. Powdered mineral foundation offers medium coverage. These foundations are quick and easy to apply with a large fluffy brush. And you might want to check out episode number 36, 
where we talked exclusively about makeup brushes and this type of foundation, mineral foundation. Powdered minerals tend to offer a more matted look, and they are great for women who have sensitive skin or, or who want to feel like there's nothing on their face. I use powdered minerals, and it gives me great coverage for the redness that I sometimes get from my rosacea. Um, so I actually, uh, I do get good coverage with that, and a lot of people are surprised to hear that I have rosacea. So that powdered minerals, that works really well for me. And I don't have too much unevenness in my skin, so I feel I get good coverage with the powdered minerals. This type of makeup can also be less irritating for those who have sensitive skin. And while you get a little more coverage with this type of foundation, the powder will not cover dark spots or blemishes. Liquid foundation offers the most coverage, though. These foundations will even out your skin tone, and they can cover dark patches or blemishes. You can also apply an extra layer on those areas that need extra camouflaging. These types are great for those who want full coverage and anyone who likes the rich, lotion-like consistency. Apply it in several layers, and it covers blemishes well because it's less likely to accumulate around them the way a thick cream or powder might do. They are best applied with either fingertips or foundation sponges. But use the disposable sponges, and when you're applying your foundation, throw away the sponge. Do not use it again because it will harbor bacteria, which isn't what you want to be applying to your skin. That's a good reminder, Allie. Uh, okay, so picking the shade. This is another thing that a lot of women have trouble with, and it's certainly understandable. So when choosing the correct shade, you want to start with a clean, bare face and then choose several shades of foundation that you think might match your skin tone. And then uh, choose one of them, and you want to apply a small amount of foundation on your jawline. I know typically, you know, years ago they used to say to put it on like the inside of your arm or your wrist. And that's not really the same type of skin and typically isn't the same color as your face. So you really should apply it along your jawline, apply a couple of dots, and then um, and then you want to rub it in. And this is the best way to match it to your face. And then if you can, uh, look at it in natural light. That's the best way to look at it. And the correct shade, you'll know the correct shade because it's the one that you can't see because it blends in so perfectly into your skin. For some women, they also may need a summer shade and a winter shade, depending on how much sun they get over the summer. Right. And then I just wanted to make a quick note about primer again. I know I've talked about this before. We love primer. Yes, I do. It's like a secret weapon. Primer is one of those things that I discovered a few years ago that makes a huge difference. Primers serve a very important purpose. They are lightweight and transparent and a little bit goes a long way. Here's what primer does for you. It fills in fine lines so that these lines are less obvious and makeup will not sit in those lines. It creates a smooth and even surface so that you get a more flawless makeup application. And then it also acts as a barrier between skin and foundation to keep the foundation from mixing with our skin oils. Um, this helps the foundation to stand longer and it also helps it to stay true to color. So your foundation won't soak into your skin and seem like it disappeared. I know, uh, some people will say that when they put makeup on, they feel like by the end of the day, it's gone. It doesn't look like they have any on. Mm. And primer can prevent that. As a side note, when you're applying any cream or liquid foundation with your fingertips, uh, make sure your hands are clean but not wet because wet hands will alter the foundation or the application of it. Um, now we're going to talk about some powders. 
These products offer cosmetic touch-ups, they help reduce shine, and they can create a smooth canvas for blush and eyeshadow. So here are the basic types of powders. Uh, bronzing powder gives skin a healthy tan appearance, and there's no sun required. That's a good thing. Right. <laughs> You'll want warm, golden, or brown tones a little bit darker than your skin. The sheer of the texture, the more natural it will look. It can come in loose form or in a compact. It's best applied with, large, with a large fluffy brush, and you can use it over foundation or on your bare skin. Rather than applying it all over, all over your face, instead place it where the sun would naturally hit your face, like the center of your forehead or the bridge of your nose and the tops of your cheekbones and chin. Yeah, actually, I think bronzing powder is fun to play around with. Um, it, really, it really does give kind of that healthy glow, you know, like right. it's kind of in like the a, sun, but not being in the sun. It's kind of like a self-tanner. Yeah, a little bit like that, but uh, but you can wash it off. But uh, yeah, the bronzing powder, also you could uh, use the brush and put a little bit on your, uh, you know, your neck and chest area where the sun would hit it too. And then uh, pressed powder comes in a compact and is portable and it's perfect for touch-ups. It can be applied to bare skin as a sheer base or on top of foundation to set it. Pressed powders offer a more matte finish than the loose powder, and it has a more opaque finish than loose powder, so it feels a little heavier and stays on a little bit longer. Mattifying powders work well with oily skin, and they help to absorb oil and reduce shine all day long. Application is easy with the puff that comes in the compact. However, again, we want to stress how important it is to wash the puff often. These puffs, I mean, when you're using it on your face all day long, these puffs are bacteria magnets. So depending on how often you use the powder, I recommend washing the puff every few days or at least once a week. And, um, you know, that would certainly be the same for makeup brushes as well. Uh, those need to be washed. I wash mine once a week. And I use a mild shampoo to wash them. And so I put a little bit of mild shampoo in my hand and just kind of wet the brush, swirl it around. Uh, you want to keep the bristles pointed down. You don't want them to be up because then the water can drip inside the handle and it can affect the adhesive that's holding the bristles in. And then you definitely want to make sure you dry the brushes completely. I usually put mine flat on the counter and kind of let the bristles hang over the edge so the air can get to them. And I'll leave them like that for mm. almost 24 hours. I try to, you know, like it anyway, 24 hours. <laughs> right. But you want to make sure Before they're dry the all the way. Before the next time that you yeah, apply it. Yeah, next time, right. Translucent loose powder is another powder we're going to talk about. It sets makeup, blots shine, and leaves skin looking lightly buffed. This type of power, powder sorry, is not portable. It's best used after all your makeup is applied. So use a large fluffy brush to dip into the loose powder, tap any excess off, and lightly dust, a, dust it across your face. Iridescent powder adds shimmer by using light reflecting ingredients. Sweep this across your forehead, cheekbones, and jawline. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, we've been talking about brushes. Uh, I mentioned episode 36. We uh, talked about brushes and the powdered mineral makeup. Um, in that episode 36, we talk about the five must-have brushes. So right. definitely check that one out. And then the last thing we're going to talk about for today is the luminescent lotions. They also add shimmer by using light-reflecting ingredients and they're lotions, so they're liquid. They offer a sheen of radiance and dewiness, and it looks really pretty. Uh, but it does require a little bit more instruction. So if you have clear skin, 
you can use the lotion in place of foundation. So this would be uh, probably for younger skin or people that don't have a lot of uneven skin tone. You can use the lotion in place of your foundation. Otherwise, you can layer it under or over your foundation. If you're using the powdered mineral makeup, you want to use the luminescent lotion first. So you want to put the, the lotion on first, then you would apply your powdered foundation. Otherwise, it could get kind of muddied looking. Right. If you're using a tinted moisturizer or a liquid foundation, then you want to apply the luminescent over that. And then you can also use it to highlight areas such as the middle of your forehead, the bridge of your nose, the chin, tops of cheekbones. And it also is really pretty if you put it like under your eyebrows, kind of along the brow bone. It just kind of highlights that area. It's really pretty. Yeah, I've seen that done before. It it does... It's a nice look, too. Well, the purpose of them is to add a little bit of light in those areas, and it just kind of helps highlight the face. Right. You always want to make your eyes appear brighter and like not like they, you know, sink into your face. <laughs> <laughs> I think okay, it's a wrap. Well, yeah, it's a wrap. We hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and we hope you'll join us for the next show. Our plan is to bring you simple tips that will allow you to live better. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on our podcast, please call us or email us. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at 312-957-7087 or email us at feedback at livewellpodcast.com. We might even use your question on our next show. You can also find us at livewellpodcast.com, our website. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you. Lord willing, we will be with you on our next show. Have a joyful, healthy week. Simple information to help you live well and bloom where you are.